Bush and Ritchie here with your daily takeaway. Uh, we had uh, brand new photos taken earlier on today for any visual representation uh, you see of the two of us. Yeah. Can I say thank you for something that happened? Oh, really? I want to say thank you. I, I want to say thank you. Oh, thank you. Well done. Uh, because... I came in with three outfits uh, for us to have pictures taken in, or well, for me, and you, you came in with three yourself. One of which I wasn't entirely certain about. It was a ribbed jumper. <laughs> I love the phrase ribbed jumper. My wife had already said to me, that's too tight on you. But yeah. I thought to myself, well, do you know what? It's, it's, it's a bold colour. It was mustardy, mustard kind of colour. And I kind of thought, well, it might just sort of freshen up one of the outfits. So I took it anyway. Yeah. But I was concerned about it, and when I changed into it, I looked at myself in the mirror thinking, yeah, I don't know, but they were keen on the colour, let's, out we go. And when I walked out, I don't think, I don't think necessarily people would think this is how the two of us would behave. Yes. But you looked at me and you went, I want that. I gave you um, Lineker, Lineker to sideline lines in Italian, Italian IT. It was exactly that. It was like to Robbie Robson saying, watch nah, him. Yeah, nah. right. <laughs> Basically, you know, I, I, would, I, I would hope, and I, I expect actually, and I'm sure you would do, you'd be honest to me. Back I would. If there was a thing we just think, nah, I don't think it's going to work. I would do, because I, I, I know I've got mates. If it was a different situation, guys would set each other up. They so would what, go, you mean a stitch up? Yeah, they would. Absolutely. Oh, They'd be like, oh yeah, mate, your ribbed mustard jumper looks really good. Go on, have some pictures taken in that that we that'll be what everyone sees of you for the next year that's horrendous that that's not you if if they're your friends god help us who needs enemies this is the daily takeaway, daily takeaway. So great news i've been on the register for ages not the register the list i've definitely not been on the register i've been on the list for ages wrong choice of words there wrong choice of words uh, i've been on the list for ages and we finally Got an allotment. <laughs> Not what people were expecting. What a curveball that is. Got an allotment. <laughs> now, if you were to take me even just five years ago, I'd, I mean, I don't like gardening. I've talked about, I've, I regularly joked about tarmacking our front and back garden because <laughs> I just can't be bothered with it. So I never thought I'd be in this position, but we went down there at the weekend with the family that our little girls absolutely love it. They were like playing with like snails and worms and digging up the soil and everything. Incredibly cute, but quite a turnaround for me, I'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know, it's kind of, I feel like I'm in an episode of like a CBeebies drama because the best thing about the allotment is there's lots of like benevolent old people down there. Yeah. So they've been there for years and they're all sitting there brewing up like little like cups of tea and that in little stoves. It's kind of like a, a, a rural version of, you know, sometimes you see people with those uh, seaside little sheds next to beaches, yeah. little huts, and you think, oh, I'd love one of them. It's a bit like that. It's not exactly um, the coolest TV show to bring up, but I, I've got I've got vibes of The Good Life with um, <laughs> Penelope Keith <laughs> yeah, and Richard yeah, yeah. Pryor's back when we were kids. There is a bit of that. <laughs> we, we've got a tiny little plot of land, so there's not, there's not very, like, it's not a lot of stuff, and I don't think we could take on any more than that, to be honest with you. I don't know what I'm doing. I've got no, I know nothing. I'm not surprised to hear that. No, nothing. I've bought, I've ordered a, a book about uh, allotment month by month, yeah. so like newbie's guide. Do you have like a little shed down there? No, no shed. Got to get a shed. Right. So the woman who had it before has just like left it, so we've just been digging. We did a bit of digging and that. I really hurt from digging. I didn't realise how painful digging was. Um, I think I need a bigger spade. I've got quite a small spade. How big's your spade? <laughs> it's a personal question, but it goes <laughs> up to my, like up to my hip. Oh, that's quite a small spade, That's a small isn't it? spade, because I, I, I weirdly, unrelatedly, I, I put a photo on Twitter about, when we, last summer, doing something in the garden as a bit of a joke, and loads of home-time listeners were, were taking the mickey out of me spade, saying, is that a kid's spade? How big is the head of your spade? No, that's, that's way too personal. No, no. <laughs> but it's really tiny, so ti this is a tiny little... You've got a trowel, haven't you? That's what, I think it might be a trowel. <laughs> 
We'll just leave that there. So, great news. I've been on the register for ages. Not the register, the list. I've definitely not been on the register. I've been on the list for ages. Wrong choice of words there. Wrong choice of words. Uh, I've been on the list for ages. And we finally got an allotment. <laughs> not what people were expecting. What a curveball that is. Got an allotment. <laughs> Now, if you were to take me even just five years ago, I'd, I mean, I don't like gardening. I've talked about, I've, I regularly joked about tarmacking our front and back garden because <laughs> I just can't be bothered with it. So I never thought I'd be in this position, but we went down there at the weekend with the family that our little girls absolutely love it. They were like playing with like snails and worms and digging up the soil and everything. Incredibly cute, but quite a turnaround for me, I'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know, it's kind of, I feel like I'm in an episode of like a CBeebies drama because the best thing about the allotment is there's lots of like benevolent old people down there. Yeah. So they've been there for years and they're all sitting there brewing up like little like cups of tea and that in little stoves. It's kind of like a, a, a rural version of, you know, sometimes you see people with those uh, seaside little sheds next to beaches, yeah. little huts, and you think, oh, I'd love one of them. It's a bit like that. It's not exactly um, the coolest TV show to bring up, but I've got I've got vibes of The Good Life with um, <laughs> Penelope Keith <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Richard yeah. Pryor's back when we were kids. There is a bit of that. <laughs> we, we've got a tiny little plot of land, so there's not, there's not very, like, it's not a lot of stuff, and I don't think we could take on any more than that, to be honest with you. I don't know what I'm doing. I've got no, I know nothing. I'm not surprised to hear that. No, nothing. I've bought, I've ordered a, a book about uh, allotment month by month, yeah. so like newbie's guide. Do you have like a little shed down there? No, no shed. Got to get a shed. Right. So the woman who had it before has just like left it, so we've just been digging. We did a bit of digging and that. I really hurt from digging. I didn't realise how painful digging was. Um, I think I need a bigger spade. I've got quite a small spade. How big's your spade? <laughs> it's a personal question, but it goes up to my, <laughs> like up to my hip. Oh, that's quite a small spade, That's a small spade, because I, I, I weirdly, unrelatedly, I, I put a photo on Twitter about, when we, last summer, doing something in the garden as a bit of a joke, and loads of home-time listeners were, were taking the mickey out of me spade, saying, is that a kid's spade? How big is the head of your spade? Oh, that's, that's way too personal. No, no. <laughs> but it's really tiny. It's a ti- this is a tiny little... You've got a trowel, haven't you? That's what, I think it might be a trowel. <laughs> we'll just leave that there. Because I said to my other half, Katie, I think this is a... I'm using a child's spade here. And she quite ironically said, a spade's just a spade, isn't it? <laughs> Hence the phrase. Uh, Lou says, I grew up... I grew pumpkins once, made the most amazing pumpkin soup. That'd be great. Uh, Nigel says, I managed to grow aubergines last year and this year. Had an excellent crop. Also runner beans, marrows, tomatoes and some courgettes as well. Pumpkins would be good. You can make a lot of money at Halloween. Well, yeah, and... Just have a whole allotment that just grows pumpkins. Sell them on. I mean, I, I like the idea of... I think that the aim for me down the line is... I've obviously got to start small. Uh, I'd love to, to enter one of their massive veg competitions. Yeah. You know, like, like, the biggest courgette in Essex. And the smallest spade. No, I was getting a bit giggly earlier and I wasn't really much help to you and I'm sorry about that. That's I all think, right. I think, ironically, I could be helpful. You know, last year, uh, last week I was telling you all about my molehills. Yes. The problems I'm having in my garden. Uh-huh. Hometime's such a cool show, We are it? so cool. Molehills and allotments, that's what you're here for. I've been told that actually the, the dirt that the mole kicks up, and by the way, he's still doing it, is, is actually really good for flowers and bulbs and all that kind of stuff. Because the photo you put on Instagram of the mole hill, it looked like very fine, almost like, you know when you like sieve yeah. uh, soil? Very fine stuff, so maybe this could be good for... If you want me to bring in some of my uh, mole dirt, then I'm, I'm happy to do that. That is the circle of life right there, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It really is. Uh, now, Mark is hanging on. Mark, you've got some spade advice for Bush, yes? Well, it all depends. Has he got a child's one or a little tiny border fork? 
spade. So we got, I bought this, I went to the like, you know, local uh, gardening shop and bought what I thought was just, I thought all spades were the same, just a standard spade. Uh, and I, I've been looking at other people's spades when we've been gardening, thinking, then mine's absolutely tiny. It just comes up to like my, my waist. Spade I, envy. Spade envy is what it is. And I can't even get my foot on it to like push it down into the ground when I'm trying to dig stuff up. So I'm just not happy with it. <laughs> is it a rectangular uh, did, um, blade on it? Yeah, it is, yeah. It's like a little thin rectangular blade. Six inches across? Yeah, about six inches, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop laughing. I love yeah, spray chat. No, I'm not getting involved with that bit. <laughs> what is it? A How diagnosis? long is it? How long is it? It's... How long? Who are you asking? Him or me? <laughs> He's not seen it. Mark, no, I don't want to get involved in this. Well, Mark, I know. I don't want you to get involved. What What do you think it might be? You, you, do you know about spades? Uh, well, I use a, a little tiny border fork, a border spade even, for digging holes, because that's a lot more easy to use. Maybe that's what I've got. Maybe I've gone and bought myself a little border spade. Yeah, that's for, that's for doing borders, i.e. the little parts of the garden. That's why it's smaller. Do you know much about no-dig gardening, uh, Mark? I, I hear no, there's a lot to be said that. about shallow hoeing. Um, no, I don't know anything about right. gardening. I'm sorry. Okay, I think I think it's all in our best interest if we just wrap this call up and get another song on. <laughs> I was yeah, enjoying probably. it. Sorry, Mark. That's okay. Bye bye. Cheers. Bye. This is Bush and Rich's daily takeaway. Welcome, Barry says, beware of growing chart. As great as chard is, it will pop up everywhere in your plot. I don't even know what chard is. I don't know what chard is. It's in it's Somerset. A, it's that thing, yeah. Crickets yeah. and Thomas is near there, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Sharon says, my stepson, son, son, my stepson, uh, lives uh, uh, overlooking the allotments at Ashton Gate in Bristol. There's always uh, lots of old fellas who meet up at their allotments. One brings a flask of tea, the other one brings biscuits, and they sit there and have a yarn. It's lovely. This is why you need a shed. I'd come down and meet you at the shed. Need the shed. That's the next thing I've got to sort out. Uh, one thing I do need to sort out, though, is this spade issue. I think I might have bought a spade this way too small. Uh, we've got Johnny on the line with some spade intel. Is that right, Johnny? Indeed. Well, I mean, the wife and I have just moved from the south of England to the West Midlands, and we've gone from a tiny garden to uh, a tennis court-sized garden, for want of a better expression. Right. So, so it's been a bit of a shock, and uh, being in uh, groundworks uh, in, in civil engineering for a number of years, I've seen various types of shovels on site. So... It depends, or spades, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. it depends entirely on what you're using it for. If you're doing a bulk dig and need to do a quite a sizable area, right. then you need to weigh it up against how physically fit you are. Okay. And obviously, if you've got a big spade head... <laughs> sorry, Johnny. I know where this is going. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. You carry on, Johnny. I'm going to behave. Yes, if you've got if you've got a large spade area, shall we say? Okay. Then you're going to be lifting more soil, and if you're lifting more soil, then you're going to be using a lot more muscles, aren't you? On your arms and legs. I don't know about anywhere else, but you won't go there. Yeah, go on. Okay. So you really need to tailor it uh, for the type of work you're doing. As you earlier called caller said, if he's got a bedding shovel, so it, or he's only doing the edges. But if you're like turning over the entire ground. Uh, to plant, you know, plant your uh, spuds, plant your radish, plant your carrots. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Steady on there, Johnny. I tell you what, Ofcom are going to be having a right old go at you. <laughs> <laughs> they gave up on us years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah, I, mean, if, I mean, if you want to, if you want to, if you want um, some, you know, if you want to plant some fruit trees, then certainly plant some plums. 
Right. <laughs> Johnny, you're not helping yourself here, sunshine, but thank you very much for your spade advice. <laughs> no problem, take care. Now, if you were listening this time yesterday, uh, you would have heard a musical debut. Uh, my 18-year-old son, Charlie, with his, uh, his DJing debut, uh, he sent us a track uh, over the weekend, uh, a remix of Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve. Uh, Bush and I called it Sacrilege, uh, and then we played it on air, laughed over it, and everyone loved it. We've had our noses put out of joint slightly here because we had to eat our words yesterday, didn't we? We kind of scoffed. Something that we honest. do very, very rarely. Very rarely get proved wrong on this show. Uh, so uh, an olive branch is being reached out right now. Uh, the man himself uh, is is on the phone. Uh, my eldest lad, how are you, big man? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. I bet you are. Feeling very smug. Yep, indeed. Charlie, just out of interest, do you have a DJ name? What do you go by in, in on the club scene? <laughs> um... I don't really have one, to be honest. OK, well, there's 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 room for growth there. We DJ could... Charlie's a start. That is a start? Yes. OK, well, it's like a careers <laughs> check. <laughs> uh, it's good, though. Let's just start by saying... Yeah. Um, I, I, we feel bad for doubting you, Charlie. It's very good. And the home-time audience, we've been inundated, much to our chagrin, or whatever the word is, over the past few... Uh, That's a DJ name, isn't it? Yeah, DJ Chagrin. Uh <laughs> That's 24 hours. We've had loads of messages from our listeners saying that was absolutely fantastic. It's very good to hear. It's very good to hear because I do put a bit of time into it and I love doing it, so I'm glad that people enjoy my work. Yeah, and I, I guess even I enjoy your work. I, I am proud now. Good. Because originally I thought when I sent it to you that you were just being a kind dad and saying, you know, I like it, supporting me, but I didn't know if you actually liked it or not. So to oh. hear people saying that they do like it, it's very reassuring. Look at that, straight in at the charts there, Charlie, <laughs> yeah. as well, this is great. Uh, and how do you do it? Do you, do you sit at your laptop? How, how are you making these things? Yes, I've got a MacBook at home and I uh, I use GarageBand, so nothing too nice, but yeah, just um, sort of get loops together, fit them up, join them, add some goofy sounds and yeah, that's how we do it. It's exactly how um, DJ Carl Cox does it, <laughs> isn't it? Well, Carl said as much himself. <laughs> so look, are you up for a challenge? Because um, this has gone well, uh, and in, in, in this business, when something goes well, you do it again. What we're essentially yeah. saying is, Charlie, best of three. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 so we, we, we've got a challenge for you, because we know that's not a flute. We know you've got talent, but we want to yeah. see whether you can, I don't know, produce music, be creative, but under pressure. Yeah, yeah. so if we give you another Absolute Radio classic to play with, uh, do you reckon you can churn something out, uh, technical term, by <laughs> Thursday? Game on. Game on. And, and, and of course, Charlie, it's not Richie and I that are going to be coming up with this song. It'll be the, yeah. the, the beloved home time listeners, the absolute radio listeners, that will choose the songs that you're going to mash up together. Yeah, because like yesterday, it was Bittersweet Symphony and uh, also in their uh, Message in a Bottle by the yeah. police. Uh-huh. Uh, so if we give you a couple to play with... Uh, it's not yep. us choosing, but the absolute radio listeners, that you, you are there beck and call. Are you up for that? Let the games begin. Right, he's up for it. Come on then. Right, 8, 12, 15, get texting. You can uh, find us at Absolute Radio on the socials. Uh, what, <laughs> what is DJ Charlie uh, going to... Um, mash up. Mash up. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Uh, lots of stuff coming in. There's lots of uh, classic Absolute Radio songs you guys would like to see mashed up. A Amanda says it's got to be White Stripes Seven Nation Army. It's a classic. Great shout. Good shout. Uh, got uh, James hanging on. James, what are you suggesting? It was Zombie by the Cranberries mm -hmm. and uh, an Absolute Radio Country 9 to 5 Dolly Parton. Oh, 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 
There, there are certain songs that are classics, and, and you know, uh, you know, I don't mean this in a bad way to DJ Charlie. He's no. obviously got the skills. We know that. But in nine to five, can we let him anywhere near that? It's even more sacrilegious potentially it, than the verb. It is. It's it's a powder keg, isn't it, James? It is. It's going to be an interesting one if he if he chooses to do it. He's got the skills though to do it, don't you think, James? You trust I him? I think he'll give it. I think he'll give it a great go. <laughs> I think. I know. I know for a fact he'll give everything a great go. <laughs> it's whether we can pull it off or not. That's the big question. Lovely to speak well, to you. Take so. care. You too. Right, Jenny's holding on as well. Jenny, what do you reckon? Paradise by the Dashboard Light by Meatloaf. <laughs> You'd like to hear like a banging uh, drum and bass it's version of that, would be. you? Gotta be, isn't it? It is a proper and, yeah, classic. Charlie's gonna have to Google it, isn't he? Well, he won't have heard of meatloaf. He'll have thought it's a dish. <laughs> <laughs> have you been impressed so and far then, with DJ Charlie's uh, work? That he's, you know, we've, we've heard his debut I it song. Was great! I thought it was brilliant. Okay, well, it's in but, safe hands, surely. Paradise by the Dashboard Light is up for consideration, Jenny. Mixed with oh, when will I be famous by Bros? Why, you really wow. are pushing Charlie to live in there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, come on, Charlie, if you're going to pull it out of the bag, mate. <laughs> Great advice. Cheers, Jenny. That could be fun. Uh, we've got a new competition, Sound of the Decades. We're going to play you a sound, a sound effect that's synonymous to one particular era or decade, and you've got to guess what it is. We've got ourselves a rollover, right? Uh, yes, we started in the 80s yesterday, and that is where we are stuck. This was the sound that we played you. Uh, we had an incorrect guess yesterday, so it's day two. Uh, this sound of the decade, the 80s. What's that? Really hard. What is this? Does that take you back? Now, what we can tell you it isn't is it isn't one of those credit card machines. You remember them back in the 80s with the old transfers? Do you remember those things? It's that not slide that. across if you're having like a, a roast dinner down on, in Cornwall or something <laughs> yeah, like that. For that. Is someone sliding that across your credit card? So, what we're doing, little competition, sound of the decades, we're asking you to take yourselves back to, for, for this first one, the 80s, can you guess this mysterious sound that we have isolated from that decade and guess what it is we've got a rollover situation going on uh, we have yes uh, we had a uh, wrong guess yesterday so it's now increased to two absolute radio mugs that we are playing for for this uh, let's meet our contestant tonight he's called Stuart Stuart where are you from and how are you doing hi I'm fine how are you doing guys uh, my name's Stuart and I'm calling from Cardiff alright what's it like in Cardiff at the moment is it alright uh, it's dry at the minute well, we'll take that without it's been recently. Stuart, uh, with all the decades that it could possibly be, at the moment this sound is from the 80s, which of the many Absolute Radio stations uh, do you listen to? Absolute 80s, all the way. So oh, you're, wow. an eight, you're an 80s guy. Have you got kind of favourite 80s band then, Stuart? Um, no, I, my, my musical taste is pretty well, but uh, um, I do like the Doors from the 60s, but the 80s, uh, just about everything um, I'm into. Well, this is hopeful, isn't it? Because if the 80s is Stuart's decade, an absolute radio portfolio station of choice, yes. uh, then hopefully uh, we've got a decent guest tonight. But let's find out. Well, we never know how it's going to go. How confident are you, uh, Stuart, of your guest before we get to it? Um, anything over 15% I'd be happy with. <laughs> OK. Aim, aim low and all that kind of lot. Let's have a little listen again to the sound effect that we have isolated from the decade of the 80s. Stuart, what is the sound of the decade? Well, I reckon it's one of the Dymo label makers. Oh, do you remember them? I, I forgot do. about those. My Twist mum them used to uh, label up all my lunchbox and uh, little Tupperware stuff like my, that. My full surname is Bushenfeld, so it used to take my mum literally about two <laughs> hours per jumper. It's a lot of letters. Is that the sound of the decade? Do you know what? 
Sorry, Stuart, it's not that. Oh, never mind. It was worth a guess. It was indeed, and I can see what you've done, but it isn't. But what you have done is meant that tomorrow we play for three absolute radio mugs as they roll over. If you're in the car, absolutely shouting at the radio, make sure you're ready tomorrow to play, because like we say, you can win three mugs, which is madness. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. so much for all the suggestions that have been coming in over the last 45 minutes or so for two songs to get mashed up and remixed tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow. Thursday's the deadline that we set, DJ Charlie. I'm getting lost in my days of the week. Uh, but a lot of suggestions have been coming through after the success of Bittersweet Symphony the other day. Yeah, some of you have been trying to trip Charlie up somewhat with some absolute nightmare. Someone yeah. suggested the Carpenters or something like that. Yeah. But I think overall you've been you've, you've got his best interests at heart and you've picked you know songs that would mash up well together as you can hear his previous effort right now <laughs> bittersweet symphony love it uh, and uh, the police message in a bottle so on thursday we will be asking charlie to mash up from 2003 the white stripes and seven nation army uh, a, a terrace classic <laughs> a terrace classic and 1986 bon jovi living on a prayer bit of a curveball he's got a google both for them <laughs> Uh, so that is his assignment. I will let him know. We'll find out on Thursday how he's got on. It's time for our weekly feature, Mind Blown, where we share amazing information. If you've got an unbelievably different way of doing things, tell us about it on the show tonight and impress your peers, the home-time listeners. It's 8 to 15 to get in touch. Uh, first to start us off and waiting patiently, Lauren, blow our minds. Yeah, I, I just want to hopefully prove that I'm not the only one, but there is, turns out there's more than one way of counting to five on your hand. More than one? So, sorry, so you're, you reckon people have been counting to five on their hand for donkey's years, right? But you think it's a different way of doing it? Well, I, 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 it's a way that I've done it for years, and I didn't know it was weird until someone pointed it out to me, and now everyone mocks me. Right, well, so, we're all ears, so take us, let's all count to five together. Okay, so number one would be thumb up. Right, do yeah. this along at home, everybody. Thumb up, first one. Number two would be index finger up. That's your pointy one, yeah? Yes. Right. Number three would be your middle finger up. Yeah. Number four is your little finger up. Right, because we've now missed out, like, the ring finger. And then ring finger is your fifth one. But you, so what, you've just gone to the end and then back one. <laughs> that would be I like saying, I've reinvented counting one, two, three, five, four. Yeah. I still count normally as in one, two, three, four, five out loud, but my fingers don't reflect that. <laughs> and the, the only reason is because is I can't straighten my uh, fourth finger without <laughs> moving my little finger. So I would have four and five together if I did it the way that most people do it. So do you feel that your way of counting on your hands is better than the kind of established way of counting on your hands? Well, it's the only way I can possibly do it. <laughs> on both hands. See, Richie and so, I, we're still quite... Like, we're hurt from, uh, uh, you know, the, the thing about counting your days and, and how old you are. Do you know what I mean? We get a lot of sticks still for a, believing a, a that A couple one. of months back when this feature started, we got absolutely <laughs> rinsed Hammered. by everybody. So we're you worried that you're tricking that us. I might be the normal one and everyone else is the weird one. That's a good point. Are you willing, Lauren, to put this out to the hometime audience and let them decide... What is normal and what is not? <laughs> Absolutely. I would love this because this could give me some good argument with my family and friends and my partner who mock me on a very regular basis okay. for this reason. Well, let's let's put this to the jury. The home time audience is counting, uh, let's go thumb, index finger, 
middle finger, little finger, back to ring finger. Is that okay? Is that a way that should be used to count? 8, 12, 15, get involved. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you very much. Take care. If you want to see Lauren do that thing with her fingers she was just talking about on Mind Blown, the video is there for you right now on our socials. She was asking whether she was normal. Carol says, genius, Laurel, and I I have the same problem with my ring and pinky fingers. I'm going to be doing it your way from now on, which was starting with the thumb, then doing your pointy finger, then your middle finger, then onto your little finger, finger, and then back to your fourth finger. Chris in Manchester says it's the only way to count. My girlfriend mocks me for it but it comes so much more natural to me than counting the accepted way. Is this twice in two days that you and I have to issue an apology and retraction because we're wrong on something? First Charlie, now this with the fingers. It's amazing. What's going wrong? It's unbelievable. God knows what's going to happen on Friday. We've lost it. I didn't realise there was an alternative way of counting on your hands. Seems like there is. Uh, And everyone's got something to say about it. Susan's on the line. Susan, what do you want to say? Well, I'm driving the car and I'm trying to count with my left hand whilst I'm driving. So I'm thinking it's quite difficult to keep, to have your first three fingers up, your thumb, index and middle finger, and then to, sorry, how did she do it? She, <laughs> did she put them up or did she pull them into her palm? I don't know. I I, think, I've lost the track myself a little I bit. think she puts them up because I can't yes. put my my like ring finger up finger. unless I like rigid in a wrinkle in my palm. That's right. So if you try to put your ring finger up and keep your little finger down, that doesn't work because your tendons don't work like that. No. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when I count, I put fold my fingers into my palm and then put my thumb up, and then I use my thumb to count on the ring, middle, pink, um, ring. Sorry, no, index, <laughs> middle. <laughs> I can't drive. Hopefully, that's clarified everything this so, evening. Yeah. So what you're yeah. saying is you <laughs> use your thumb to count on like a clenched fist, so you can count in fours. Oh, I could do that as well. Ah, oh, I don't think it was quite what she was saying, but you've given her a new idea. <laughs> yeah, so no, I put my... I roll my hand into a fist, put my okay. thumb up, that's one. Right, and listen. then raise my index finger, two, three, four, five. Now, you just concentrate on getting home safely and no more of the, the, the funny business with your hands, all right? Well, I'm going to park now, so there we go. OK, then. Take care, yeah. Susan. Thank you for calling. If you were listening this time yesterday, we would have been getting ready for the the full play of uh, DJ Charlie's uh, (laughs) remix of Bittersweet Symphony. Uh, You may have missed earlier on this evening, we got him on. We've given him, well, you've given him, uh, suggested two Absolute Radio classics for him to mash together, uh, White Stripes, Seven Nation Army and Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer. Uh, He is tasked with delivering that to us by Thursday's show. Do not miss that. We've got some DJ expert help on tomorrow's show as well to further that. But in the meantime, it's mind blown. We've kind of got sidetracked into talking about how you count on your fingers. Don't ask. It's been it's been a long night. Uh, but we do have Kitty on the line who's got an amazing theory she'd like to put to you guys. Kitty, what are you saying? Yeah, I... I OK. Um, <laughs> basically, I realised the other day, because I asked a male friend to hold up three fingers, they hold them up. They hold up the last three fingers. They hold up the little finger, the ring finger and the middle finger. Whereas women, if you ask them to hold up three fingers, will always hold up the thumb, the pointer finger and the middle finger, or <laughs> three fingers in the middle. So, Kitty, what you're saying is, the big revelation, the whistleblower thing that you are doing tonight on the show is that men and women hold up three fingers differently when representing the number three. Yeah. 
Right, okay, let's test this out. Okay. Uh, don't even think about it. Okay, I'm going to count three, two, one, and then hold up three fingers at each other, all Okay, right? we're both signalling how many bananas we've had today, okay? Yeah, how okay. many have you had? How many have you had? One, two, three. Oh! So, I, I've done... In, I always get confused with fingers. Index finger, middle finger, ring finger. Yeah. So, and I'm holding them up to Richie. And I have done, without thinking, the thumb, the pointy finger, and my middle finger. Ah, oh, you guys. Maybe so am I... Guys... Does that fit into your theory, Kitty, or where are we at with <laughs> that? Because yeah, that's the lady one. way I've done. You've done... Richie's done, done the lady way. Richie's done the lady yeah. way, and I've done a completely new route, which wasn't previously described in your um, in your theory. Which one did you hold up, sorry? Uh, <laughs> index finger, middle finger, ring finger. That's the women way as well. Is it? Oh, we're oh, both, we're we're both have two ways. <laughs> we have two ways. Uh, well, listen, what an amazing revelation to have at the tail end of the show. And I think it really has yeah. blown our mind. Blown our mind. <laughs> it is. It is. I, I'm most, pretty much nine out of ten guys I asked. Well, eight out of ten, because it's just not us two. Eight out of ten, not you guys. Yeah. Out of ten, well, you must, be, you must be a laugh a minute on a night out, going from fella to fella at the bar, asking them how many, how many things they hold I'm up. an absolute joy, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> the Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie here with news of a brand new game. Oh, have we? Yeah, it's going to be a smash hit, trust me. People love sharks, right? Yeah. And people love art, yeah? Yeah, I guess people do love art. So, we bring you Shart, the exciting new game... Sorry, what's it called? Shart. Can I have a quick word? Yeah. Over here. You can't call it that because... It's uh, right okay. Is it, I, I just think it'd be... No, no, yeah, no, I didn't really... It's off. It's for the best. <laughs> Just going back to the ribs muster jumper, though. Oh, are yeah. If I had less timber on me, what do you think of it as a jumper? I'm not sure. It, <laughs> ah, right. Uh, listen, I just think it had. Um, it reminded me of you know when you when you went out to get changed, you came back back in again. It was a little bit like tonight, Matthew. I'm going to be. <laughs> it was like dry ice. <laughs> I'm not too sure. It's a rib jumper. I don't think I'm wearing it again. <laughs> 